When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from Pitchless.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is April 19th. It is Mason Miller Day. And yes, we are going to talk about baseball. By the way, are you a Python developer and want to help out with the Pitchless team? We have a paid position open for a Python developer to help with our Flask APIs. Um, go check out Pitchless.com slash hiring. And we have the whole job description there. Of course, it is a paid position working with our database team. And we hope that you are a great fit for that. Uh, Chris Sale was my lead with the SP round of six innings, one earned run, three hits, two walks, and 11 strikeouts, 19 whiffs, 40% CSW. Yes. Oh, thank you. Um, Things were going his way in previous starts. Um, This was much better. His fastball was 94-95 as opposed to 93. Slider was better located. The changeup actually wasn't even as good as we've seen in previous starts in this one. Uh, this looks a lot better for Chris Sale. Am I saying that now he's going to go and be an ace every time? No. But seeing this, it's like, oh, okay, it's still there, right? We need that like one start that says, hey, this is what we're chasing, and this is why we're still intrigued with Chris Sale. I think he's going to be more of this than he is the seven earned run game or whatever it was before. Um, Eduardo Rodriguez, though, had a fantastic outing. I was thinking of doing a uh, head to the ER or something like that, but that's not too negative for my headline, and I went with Sale instead. But Eduardo Rodriguez against the Guardians, eight innings, zero earned runs, four hits, zero walks, 10 strikeouts for the win, 14 whiffs, 29% CSW. And it's interesting, he did this at just 91.4 miles per hour. He did elevate that four-seamer pretty well. Um, he did get some down the middle of the plate that the Guardians didn't take advantage of. He had a fantastic cutter inside the zone. Um, he really just attacked the the Guardians' batters, and it worked super well for him. I don't think Eduardo is this guy, but he has been overlooked, I think, a lot. And Eduardo Rodriguez, especially when he's not facing the toughest of offenses, is a good pitcher for your 12-teamers. So he's someone that should be generally rostered, and uh, you should be considering him for the back end uh, if you want you know, something a little bit better than just an, your average streamer. But just don't start him against good teams. Clint Kershaw, Tatiaga, things are wonderful. Nine strikeouts, zero runs in seven innings. Dean Kramer did his job against the Nationals after not doing it against the Athletics last week. Got the win. 6.2 innings, zero earned runs, four hits, zero walks, and six strikeouts. Velocity is up a tick. He elevated those fastballs. It, it's pretty good. Good to see that. Uh, I don't know if I really want to go after uh, him for the Red Sox. I'd pick up Mason Miller. <laughs> um, but I'm watching this with Dean Kramer. I think this is pretty cool. And hopefully he has found something that does soar moving forward. It might have just been the Nationals. Chris Bassett. Look, he had the 9 run game and he's totally fine. Six innings. 6.1 innings, actually. Zero runs, three hits, and one walk into five strikeouts against Houston. Got the win. Don't think about this. Just start Chris Bassett. Same with Marcus Marcus Stroman took advantage of the athletic six innings, zero runs, two hits, two walks, five Ks. Everything is fine here. These are these are guys who are a little bit better than your standard Toby. They're your uh I don't know. 
I guess, I mean, they kind of are Tobies, but um, they're your rocks in your team. I guess you're, all right, fine, I'll just keep starting you guys and not really think about it, but you're not going to be electric. You don't have that top 20 starting pitching ceiling, right? You're not going to get all the strikeouts. You're going to have a, like, a 3-6 ERA with a 1-15 whip or something, and, like, you're like, yeah, that's fine. Uh, that that definitely plays, and that's that. Quality start leagues, Bassett and Stroman do jump up a little bit. Lucas Giolito went against the Phillies, got the win. Six innings, zero in runs, zero hits. One walk, seven Ks, and 102 pitches. Um, I'm a little weirded out by Giolito here because he's throwing 93, which is good. Changes mechanics a little bit. He had this extra emphasis on his follow-through that I hadn't seen before. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and I wouldn't say that his slider was that great. The changeup was better, but it wasn't pristine. I'm glad it worked. And I think just kind of like with Sale a bit, with Lucas Giolito, good. Like, this is, we need to see starts like these to make us say, all right, this is what we're going for. Do I think that Giolito is now amazing the rest of the way? No. But I, I think this is why we're still holding on, on to Giolito and we think good things about him he gets the jays next which is stupid and annoying but i yeah you, you keep holding on to lucas giolito uh, spencer strider ace is gonna ace he's incredible and that's cool honestly taj bradley could have it in like a month um 5.1 innings zero runs three hits one walk nine strikeouts he took down the reds the fastball is so good it's so good uh he earned a strikeout on all four of his pitches so chained up curveball and cutter as well he has more depth than Strider does, which is cool. I think Strider's fastball is better and the slider probably better than any of the secondaries he has. Still, Taj Bradley is, I mean, it's a really good fastball. <laughs> um, Him versus Mason Miller, I prefer Taj Bradley. Uh, look, why are we talking so much about Mason Miller? He hasn't started yet. We'll I'll obviously talk about him more tomorrow, but Mason Miller's four-seamer is like insane, insane, insane. Don't worry about how many innings he's going to pitch this year. Just get him, and then we worry about all that stuff later because that's at the end of your rotation. And the guy who's at the very end of your rotation, you don't need to say is there for the next five months or something. Just go get Mason Miller, and we talk about it later. For Taj Bradley, same idea. I, I want kind of buy high on Taj Bradley. Why would the Rays get rid of this now? How could you possibly remove Taj Bradley? You lost Jeffrey Springs, replace him with Taj Bradley, we move on. We're going to talk also about a lot of other pitchers, speaking of moving on, and we're going to talk about those after this break. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So, stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Kim Waldachuk had a good outing. Five innings, zero runs, five hits, three walks, and five strikeouts. 
I liked the changeup more all of a sudden. It's usually not the thing uh, for Waldachuk. 9 out of 26 whiffs. He didn't miss a decent amount with them. And I do wonder if Waldachuk can do the Blake Snell blueprint of four seamers up and changeups down. I'm not going to buy into that, though. Peyton Battenfield went against the Tigers. He was a sneaky stream. And what do you know? It worked out. Six innings, one earned run, three hits, three walks, five Ks. got the loss, but it was unfair. He does get Rocky Road next. And guess what? The cutter earned a lot of whiffs once again. Ten after earning 12 last week. So that's nice. I don't like the other stuff that he has, but if he has those cutter whiffs, he should do decently well against the Rockies on the road next week. Josiah Gray against the Orioles, five innings, one earned run, four hits, four walks, three Ks. At some point, I think Josiah Gray will be worth the pickup because breakers over the the heaters is the way to go. It's like 25% uh, fastballs right now, which is exactly what we want. But he needs to do better with his breaking balls. So we got to wait for that to happen. Mets are next, too. And just we just wait on this. You have Sonny Gray, who had another fantastic start, really. Five innings, one earned run. Seven hits, sure. Two walks, but seven strikeouts. It's like, sure, 1.8 whip. You don't want that. I get it. But he's doing good things. The, the, the hits will come down. He gets the Nationals and the Royals next. Everything is wonderful uh, rostering. Sonny Gray right now. Alex Wood was my stream pick of the day, and he went 2.1 innings, but one run, one hit, one walk, three Ks. You didn't get hurt for starting Wood. It was going great, and then he fielded a bunt and then hurt his hamstring. <sighs> Come on! <laughs> oh, man. Um, But yeah, so it looks like Ross Stripling is back on the menu, and Kyle Harrison is someone that at some point, I think, does make his debut. Command has always been an issue for him, but he seems like another really, really good fastball guy. Curious to see um, how he pans out the rest of the year. Nathan Eovaldi against the Royals. Six innings, two hundred runs, seven hits, one walk, five Ks. Honestly, like one hit away from a, a start that you'd be really happy with. Good to have him have a good rebound after not doing well against Kansas City last time, but 95.7 on the fastball. I want to see 96-97. 95.7 is getting closer to that 94 mark, and I don't want to see that with Nathan Evaldi, but we just, we're just we just going to keep starting Evaldi for now. Eduardo, sorry, not Eduardo, I'm sorry, Edward Cabrera went against the Giants, got the win. Six innings, two earned runs, six hits, two walks, okay, not the best whip, that's a 133. Eight strikeouts, though. 21 whiffs, says the Erdogallo's poll, as Edward Cabrera had a really good changeup. That's his best pitch, 13 out of 43 whiffs here. He had a 33 CSW overall, uh, 92 pitches. Thing is, though, the fastball still can't get enough strikes. 56% strike rate. And the curve is that good friend that says, I got your back. 74% strikes. It, he is a cherry bomb, though. And I don't want this to make you feel like, oh, no, no, Edward Cabrera is a must-add now. No, he's still a cherry bomb. So be careful with Edward Cabrera because he can't get enough strikes with the fastball and... The change of and curveball are good, but it's going to hold them back a decent amount. It wasn't the walks that increased the whip, but it was the hits. Yeah, wins are going to be tougher. I know it wasn't win this time, but it was against the Giants. Be careful with that, Rooker Brown. I would rather go Mason Miller. <laughs> I'm just helping you guys out with this today. Um, Blake Snell against Atlanta. Five innings, two earned runs, three hits, three walks, five Ks. So he survived. This is good. The breakers weren't there for getting strikes, so he went 28% changeups. Oh, boy. I know, guys. I know. I know. It doesn't surprise me that much 
because he has been struggling with the breaking balls. Like, that's the thing is that he's not getting enough strikes with them. Do I think that he's now going to be a 25% changeup guy? No. I think it was one of those days like, look, I need something else and I'm going to be throwing changeups. The mentality is still first plan of attack. Plan A is get strikes with curveballs and, and sliders. If that doesn't work, fine, I'll try the changeup. I really do believe that's what's happening here with Blake Snell. Don't worry too much about this, okay? Um, worry, Nick. He just gave me a 120 whip and a 3-6 and six ERA and 5Ks against Atlanta. That's great. That's fine. That, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good point. I'm glad that this worked out for Blake Snell. When those breakers get strikes, it's going to be bliss. Dre Jameson against the Cardinals. I think you can drop him. 3.2 innings, 2 earned runs, 3 hits, 4 walks, 3 Ks. He gets Padres in the in cores now. Give me some Miller. Jose Suarez against the Yankees. You don't want to do that. Bailey Falter, uh, he was against the White Sox. He did fine. He gets Rocky Road next. I guess that's fine. I'm not really the biggest fan of Bailey Falter. Vince Velasquez had a poor quality start inside of cores with seven strikeouts. Props to you. He does host the Reds next and gets the Nationals after that. There's a chance it works, but oh, is it detrimental in all likelihood? Ugh. Deep stream. Deep stream. Uh, Matthew Boyd, five innings, 300 runs, five hits, two walks, four Ks. Not really what you wanted to see, especially considering he was at 89.6 miles per hour. Wait a second. He was supposed to be at 92.5. And then the previous start, I was a little scared because he was at 91. Now he's sub 90. <sighs> Man, and he only had three slider whiffs. And I just... I just don't want to do this. But he had a total of 14 whiffs because he did actually get whiffs on this four-seamer. But, like, this isn't it. This just isn't it. Uh, Hunter Gaddis went against Detroit. Five innings, 300 runs, eight hits, one walk, one strikeout. How am I going to butter my bread with this? He actually got demoted earlier this morning. And it does make me think that maybe the Guardians could pick up Tanner Bibby. As mentioned inside of our Discord, Bibby would pitch today and be set up for that Monday start for where Gaddis would be starting. Just a thought. If you have an open spot somehow, you might as well stash Bibby right now and see what the word is the next couple days. That's that's all I'm getting at. Okay? He's a very fun prospect as well. Um, Tyler McGill against the Dodgers isn't really doing enough for me to call him Ty Lord again and it's five innings 300 runs seven it's four walks and four k's not for me oh Brad Keller he had two very encouraging starts four innings 300 runs three hits five walks two k's the curve that was so good just a 15% CSW the slider was hung up the four seamer was just uh, yeah move on Logan Gilbert against the Brewers six innings four and runs five hits zero walks eight k's bit of a dusty donut because of those four and runs the splitter and the slider had good CSW marks, but they're not doing the things that we want to see. They're not getting located where we want them to go. He had splitters that were at the top of the zone. Come on. Yeah, so so that's the thing. Logan Gilbert, to me, is someone you should continue to roster and everything, but he's not he's not going to be a top 20 guy until that stuff happens, right? So in that, Until he actually locks him. But he could be like a top 15 starter if he has like an amazing slider and curve or... Just just one elite secondary, and he doesn't have those yet. Zach Wheeler, this is, oh gosh, what are we doing here? Five innings, four and runs, eight hits, zero walks, five Ks. 
He was 93.8 on the sinker and 94.8 on the four-seamer. Uh, you're supposed to be like 96, 97. I've been weirded out by Wheeler for a bit. And I was I was warming up to it, but now this is bringing me back down. I don't know. Guys, I don't, I don't know what's up with Zach Wheeler. Something is wrong. And I really hope that he's okay. I, that's all I can say. Uh, Colin Ray, he had that one good start last week. What do you know? Five innings, four and runs, five hits, two walks, two Ks. Don't do this. Um, Jose Arquiti against the Jays. It wasn't a good situation. And now uh, he gets the Rays, Phils, and Mariners. You, you, you shouldn't hold on to Arquiti. Clark Schmidt against the Angels. He's throwing lots of sweepers, and they aren't doing well. 38% sweepers, 19% CSW. Don't go for Clark Schmidt. Lance Lynn. I think Lance Lynn's going to recover. 5.1 innings, 5 earned runs, 10 hits, 3 walks, 7 Ks. Babip is through the roof. Should come down. Good locations on the four-seamer. Um, Cutter is still doing well in good spots. I'm not... You, know, you guys know me. I will get terrified at certain guys and not at others. It's not because of bias. I'm like, no, it's because I think he's actually locating well and kind of just doing his thing, and it normally does better than this. So I'm buying low on Lance Lynn. Um, we also saw him last year about like five, six starts in. Wasn't very good. And then he was electric the rest of the year. That could be the case with Lynn. Um, I'm really just saying that to say, look, Lance Lynn struggling does not dictate struggling for the entire season. That's all. Um, Jose Arena, do not start Arena. And then there's Jordan Montgomery and Nick Lodolo, both getting in on the, hey, let's have some blowups too. Uh, Jordan Montgomery, this is weird, uh, but we're just going to keep starting him and don't drop him. That's all I really got to say. He struggled a ton to change up, but he's not this. And Nick Lodolo, after going 15 whiffs, at least in each of his first three starts, only at six here against the Rays. The Rays are very good, and he gets the Pirates next, so don't look too far into this one. I think Nick Lodolo just had one of those nights. I'm looking forward to today's games. Joe Ryan, Scherzer, Rasmussen are the clear auto starts. You have Alex Cobb and Justin Steele. Justin Steele also here because they get Miami and the Athletics, respectively. Um, you have probable start of Singer and Morton as Cherry Bombs against the Rangers and Padres, and Martin Perez as a good Toby against the Royals. That feels like a start that you should be going for. Uh, you have Trevor Rogers against the Giants as my stream pick of the day, as hopefully he replicates the uh, Blake's own blueprint of four seamers and changeups that he had last start, but it is the questionable start tier, so be careful here, as these are the guys that I generally don't want to be starting. Now, I am leaning a little bit more favorably on Trevor Rogers and Cal Quantrill against the Tigers and Tywin Walker against the White Sox. And yes, Mason Miller in his MLB debut against the Cubs because I think his fastball is just that dang good that over 70, 75 pitches or so that he should get you like six strikeouts. It might be four innings, but I, you know what? This is one of those debuts. And yeah, my general rule is you do not start guys in MLB debuts. You just don't do it. Mason Miller is just so fun that I'm going to be negligent and start Mason Miller. But I'm telling you for the most part, you can probably sit this out and just enjoy it, pick him up, and then we take it from here. And the rest of this tier is definitively like, you probably don't want to do this. I Noah Syndergaard against the Mets. I mean, all right. He had nine strikeouts last time, but I don't really want to do it. Michael Gonzalez is a Toby, gets the Brewers. Maybe that's okay. Uh, Kyle Bradish, um, 
against the Nationals. He's come back from the IL, but it's the Nationals, and it's like two weeks that he missed, not like a dramatic amount of time, but like I don't really want to do that. Mackenzie Gore could pull it off against the Orioles. Spencer Turnbull, he did well last time, but I don't really want to chase it against the Guardians. Nick Martinez against Atlanta. I mean, it's Atlanta, and Nick Martinez hasn't really been totally polished, but there is more upside to chase there. And Eric Lauer somehow has been able to do it at 90-91 with his fastball. I don't believe it's going to stick around, but I understand if some people want to do it against the Mariners, I wouldn't. In the do not start tier, Griffin Canning, I, I am kind of excited, but like, you can't start him against the Yankees. Luis Garcia, you can't do it against the Jays. Johnny Brito against the Angels. Mike Clevenger against the Phillies. I mean, these are easy sets here, guys. Um, Corey Kluber against the Twins. Come on. Jose Brios against the Astros. Yohan Aviguera is exciting, but he's in cores. Levi Stout is starting for the Reds today against the Rays. Come on. Also, Levi Stout, you're like, hey, who is that? Prospect getting called up. Has not done well so far this year. So, yeah, don't start him. Just just don't. Austin Gomber is going against the Pirates and Coors. No, thank you. Jake Woodford, the Amish Mustang. No way against Arizona. And Madison Bumgarner is just, don't do that against the Cardinals. Tomorrow, only seven games are being played. Nestor Cortez is going against the Angels. That's the only auto start. And the probable start here, it's Kodai Senga against the Giants. We saw how Cherry Bomaski is last time, so that's why it's probable start. Kenta Maeda is going against the Red Sox. I'm starting him in most cases. Just, I get, if you want maybe to see one really amazing start, fine. Patrick Sandoval against the Yankees. A little bit risky. I think inherently Sandoval is risky, so that's why he's here. And Sean Manaya, even though it's the Mets, I think the fastball is just that good. And he should be better than he was last time. Questionable start to your stream pick of the day will be Ryan Nelson against the Padres. A little risky. The Padres have been a little bit cold. And Ryan Nelson, if he has his secondaries working, can actually be really good. We actually even even only seen the, the curveball and the slider um, get going. And I feel like they could hear and help you out. Michael Walker, we have no idea where the command is going to be. So he is a questionable start against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Ronson Contreras against Cincinnati. It's better that he's hosting them in Pittsburgh. But that fastball so bad. And the slider is the only good thing. I don't want to do that. Same with Jameson Tyone against the Dodgers. He did well last time, and I think he gets better as the season goes on. But we really haven't seen him locked in with the breakers, and the Dodgers can make him, uh, can punish him quickly. So I'm going to sit that one out too. And the do not start here definitively. Uh, Michael Grove against the Cubs. Maybe that works, but I just think there's too much risk there. Matt Strom's only going to go about 70, 75 pitches against Rocky Road, and he's not really like killing it. So why would you do this? Uh, Tanner Houck against the Twins, Ryan Feltner against the Phillies, and Luke Weaver coming back from the IL tomorrow against Pittsburgh. I mean, there's just no reason to chase that. All right, that is it for today. Thanks so much for everything that you guys do. Make sure you get PL Plus um, because I'm going to be on the Discord today um, reviewing the first inning or two of Mason Miller live as it happens inside the voice chat. Um, so come hang out with me and just see the live reactions. I mean, it's the best community is our Discord. We have these live chats every single day so you can get dedicated answers as well. So go to uh, pitchbox.com slash premium, check out the tiers, and hopefully you can sign up for PL Plus or PL Pro if you want all of the extra tools that we offer. But that is it. So my name is Nick Pollock, and may your babbits be low and your strikeouts high.